On the northeast tip of North America, on an island called Newfoundland, there's an airport. It used to be one of the biggest airports in the world. And next to it is a town called Gander. Welcome to the rack if you come from away. You probably understand about half of what we say. They say no man's an island, but an island makes a man. Especially when one comes from one like Newfoundland. Yes, that is the opening of Come From Away, the global theatrical sensation in a very unexpected genre, the feel-good 9-11 musical. Come From Away tells the story of the small town of Gander in Newfoundland, Canada's easternmost province. When al-Qaeda terrorists crashed hijacked planes into the World Trade Centre and the Pentagon on September 11, 2001, America's entire airspace was shut down. That meant that the then mayor of Gander got a phone call asking him, well, telling him actually, uh, that planes had been diverted to Gander Airport. And more than a few planes, 38 jets carrying 6,579 passengers and crew to a town whose population was about 10,000. Come From Away tells the heartwarming story of how Gander's small community rose to that extraordinary challenge over the next couple of weeks. And the name of the mayor who received that phone call was Claude Elliott. He is was the mayor of Gander from 1996 to 2017, and he's in Australia for the return of Come From Away. And I'm very pleased to say that Mayor Claude Elliot is with us in the Sunday Extra studio. Welcome, Claude. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Claude, could you describe for us the town of Gander and what life was like on, say, the 10th uh, of September 2001? Well, Gander is a community, as you said, a population of about 10,000 then, and we're sort of located in the central part of the province of Newfoundland and Labrador, and we're a service centre for about 80,000 people that come into Gander on a day-to-day basis to buy vehicles, furniture, and visit the big supermarkets and that. So... But Jan, uh, that day on September the 10th, we were heavily involved in a municipal campaign right? because we were up for re-election. Everybody was out campaigning on the 10th and that all changed on the 11th. I think so, they, well, they talk about the, uh, you know, the surprise late in the campaign. Well, there's a hell of a surprise uh, <laughs> yeah, sure for was. you. Uh, Claude, why, were, uh, why was Gander chosen for so many plane diversions? Well, Gander is the crossroads of the world by hair. So once you leave Europe in the morning to come across the ocean, once you get over halfway across, the nearest airport is Gander. So we've, we're used to seeing airplanes from all over the world coming for medical emergency stops. Uh, prior to the jet age of uh, traveling further, we were known as a gas station. <laughs> Everybody had to stop there yeah. to refuel, whereas today that things are more modern. And I mean, I just flew on a plane for 15 hours and 45 minutes nonstop. So that wouldn't have happened back in the 50s, probably in the 60s. So they had to stop. But uh, once that the word was out of the terrorist attack, we were told to uh, expect up to 200 aircraft Mm. because that's the amount, there was over 200 aircraft leaves Europe every morning to come across. But the ones that wasn't halfway across was turned back. Mm. Mm. And remember, they were told to land at, land at the nearest airport. So if you were nearer to Gander, you went down in Gander. If you were nearer to St. John's, if you were nearer to Toronto, Halifax or Montreal, regardless. So we ended up with 38, uh, 38 wide bodies and almost 7,000 people. Do you remember where you were when you got the call? 
cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was at Tim Martin's coffee shop <laughs> having my morning coffee with my friends. And when we got the word, and little did I know at that time that I would not get home anymore for about five days. And the scale of things that you had to deal with was presumably off the dial in terms of what you'd uh, considered before. How do you deal with a logistical challenge like that? Well, you know, I always say every municipality has a disaster plan. Well, there was nothing in our disaster plan to say, what do you do with 7,000 people to decide to drop in for a few days? So we, we had no time to take out a book to look at it, and there was nothing in the book telling us what to do. <laughs> but the greatest resource that you'll ever have in your community is your people. Mm. And the people in Gander came out without even being asked. Keep in mind, we only got 500 hotel rooms in Gander. And 7,000 people, so we were going to have to make up shelters somewhere else. So it, it was a community effort. And local political rivalries automatically suspended? Yes, we did. We did not campaign. We all came together and, uh, and, and went about helping people, you know, uh, my opponent and myself. We were side by side helping people, you know, doing things, picking up things and everything. And I think that's what I like about where I live is we can have different of opinions and that. But in a time of need, we'll all come together and help the people that need, need the help. Yeah, it was obviously an extraordinarily intense couple of weeks from what um, the 11th till, was it the 16th of September that the last passenger yes, left? Yes, it was. Yeah, right. Um, so so a, a week or so. Uh, what lasting impact did that extraordinarily intense period have on your town? Well, I think uh, in talking to our residents after, and even today, you know, 21 years later, I think that people are very thankful for where we're living. Mm. We live on an island out in the Atlantic Ocean. At times it can be fairly rugged. It's cold at times. But I say we have the warmest people. And we're very relaxed. We can go to bed. We don't care if our doors are locked. We, don't, we leave the keys in the vehicles. You know, that don't bother us if we find that our keys are locked in the vehicles. So the lifestyle there is very relaxing. And when we see what happens in the world, we're very thankful and very grateful for where we're living. So in a way, it was back to normal after uh, the the stranded passengers yeah. moved on? Well, when everybody left and everybody was gone, uh, we went back to campaigning. and uh, <laughs> Obviously, we, you got up. <laughs> I, I got elected, but we went back. It was a very short campaign. We went back to our normal life and we were never going to hear from anybody again. Uh, we were never going to see anybody. And I sure never thought in my wildest dream that I'd be in Australia talking about <laughs> a musical that was made because of that so uh, you know but it was the passengers and the people that was there made all this happen yeah so tell us a little bit about the enduring connections between the gander local community and those 6,500 odd people over the say the first decade after 9-11 well after 9-11, one of the things we found in, well, say, the first anniversary, there was a lot of people came back, you know, for the anniversary. But we have a lot of people in, in Gander that had people staying in their private homes. Mm. We, we've had people that have are still friends with them today. They've traveled to the United States uh, to visit the people to stay with. They've came back to visit them. We had people from 95 countries but the majority of them were U.S. citizens. Mm. So there's been lifelong friendships made that's still going. But yeah, the pandemic sort of uh, put everything on hold for a while. But hey, this past summer, it, it 
picked up again and uh, our tourist seasons now this past year tourists was just unbelievable we've never seen so many tourists is mm. what we've seen but i like to say prior to 9-11 our tourist chalet reported that we would see one to four people from australia since 9-11 there's years we've seen 55 people from different parts of Australia oh, come to our community. So we, we're hoping up to the world and people are coming to, to enjoy the hospitality and see what we're all about. That is lovely to hear. On Sunday Extra, we are speaking with the former mayor of Gander in Newfoundland, Claude Elliott, who was mayor from 1996 to 2017 and, of course, in 2001, dealing with the aftermath of 9-11. Uh, Claude, uh, when did you first hear that somebody was contemplating making a musical about what happened in Gander? <laughs> well, there was a young couple that came from Toronto. They were uh, from Sheridan College in Toronto, and they got a grant from the federal government to come to Gander for a couple of months to interview people, and they were talking about making a musical. Now, I'll be the first to admit I had never seen a musical. Right. I have seen plays, but musicals is not big in my community. And... And I'm sitting in my office trying to realize how are you going to make a musical out of sandwiches, blankets, pillows, people lying on cots, people lying on floor. And I, I remember after about seven or eight hours talking to the young couple, I figured they were destined for welfare because I could, <laughs> I, I could not visualize what they were going to do. I think they're pretty well far away from welfare uh, after the success of come from away. Actually, I'm glad that, that they are. But the difference is I didn't understand it, but they did. Mm. They knew what they were doing. And today we have seen a remarkable play, a music of Come From Away, that those two young people put together and they should be commended for that. Yeah, and it's based on uh, thousands of hours of interviews oh, with the, the passengers and, and the local residents. Uh, Claude... What, it's like, what is it like for you to be portrayed uh, in a musical like that? Like, how much uh, is the character of the mayor of Gander, who's called Claude Elliott in yes. the musical, yeah. um, how is that person similar to you and how is he different? Well, most all of them are different. I, I, I have not seen the cast here. I will see it, you know, this week. But I have seen every cast, every person that has played me. I think what's important is the story. I, you know, to try to play me to what I am or sometimes people say as they can, they got the language right, but it's irrelevant. Mm. To me, it's irrelevant how, what language is spoken. It's irrelevant how they play me. It's the story and the people that go away from seeing it go away with a different outlook on life and hopefully be, can become more kinder. Mm. to your neighbors, to complete strangers. And that's what, that's what we want from it. We don't want, I don't want any glory. I, you know, it's, I read some time ago that said, go not where there is a path. Instead, go and make a trail. For what you do for yourself dies with you, but what you do for others lives on. Mm. And this show is going to live on probably long after I'm gone, where if it was only me, then it would die with me. And that's not what should happen. Yeah. So 
this story is around for a while. It has changed people in the world. People are doing pay it forward. Yeah. Uh, that was started by Kevin Turf. One of the passengers was in Gander. It's big back home. You're going to a restaurant, a coffee shop. Next thing you know, somebody has paid for your coffee and paid for your meal. And we just keep doing it. So hopefully that the, that it can the world can become a little bit kinder and more generosity. Yeah. How has the musical Come From Away changed the town of Gander with its success? I don't think that uh, we're a type of people, we're not easy to change. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I get that impression. Yeah, we're not easy to change. We're just ordinary people that do ordinary things for ordinary people. Mm. And when we had 7,000, well, let's say 7,000 people, we didn't look at their status. We didn't look at their religion affiliation. We didn't look at their political affiliation. We didn't look at anything. We had 7,000 people that was ordinary. They needed food. They needed a blanket to cover to keep themselves warm. They need somebody to hug them, to show them love and compassion because they were going through a terrible time. That's what the world needs. That's what we're all about. We're not about your status. Mm, mm. It, it, there was people in Gander was rich enough to buy Gander. But money was no good. For five days, you couldn't spend any money because everything was given to you, mm, mm. you know? And, and, that's what, and that's the message that we hope that the world sees from this musical is that we can be kind, we can be generous, and we can help people even with difference of opinions. It really is a, a, a truly heartwarming musical mm. and, and a wonderful story. And I don't want to spoil that no. heartwarming tone, Claude, but uh, is there anyone? in Gander who looks at the musical and is just a little bit unhappy that their role wasn't there in the in the cast. I mean, in the end, it's only, what, 12 characters well, who are there. Um, has it caused any divisions in Gander? It hasn't caused any divisions, but a lot of people have said, well, how come my story didn't get there? Yeah. My, and the stories that didn't get there was as important as the stories that got there. You got to realize that David and Irene did hundreds and hundreds of interviews with people. So when they put it all together, they could not do a musical with a hundred characters. So they cut it down to 12. But I'm willing to bet you that you could do five musicals and not have the same story told twice. Mm. But, you know, I guess, as I say to people, I was fortunate they picked my story. They could have picked yours as well as they picked mine. Mm. But yeah, people say, well, I wish my story got, but it hasn't caused a division. We're not that type of people. And they were just, uh, you know, said, well, it's too bad mine didn't get there. They interviewed me, but hey, you know, that's <laughs> the luck of the draw. I well, guess. that's just the resilience of the right. people of Gander. Mm. Claude Elliott, it's been a delight speaking with you. Thank you so much for joining us on Radio National. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. That's Claude Elliott, former mayor of Gander. And the Come From Away, the musical reopens in Sydney this Thursday and then heads off to Newcastle, Adelaide, Perth and Canberra. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.